Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB, it's back, baby. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Better say Dodgers. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Super easy, man. Get started. So just head on over to the website today. Use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BLEAV. That's BLEAV to receive your fifth D. That's five zero percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts thank you so much bet online for bringing this podcast to the people listen here if you're dieting if you're watching what you eat eventually your sweet tooth is going to come to get you cravings will creep their ugly head and rear them and you will be in a bad way so be prepared get yourself some magic spoon it's what i do I get it for my daughter. I get it for me. I get it for my wife. Everybody loves it because there's amazing flavors. And you're talking about 140 calories per serving with no grains and 13 or 14 grams of protein. It's a really, really tasty treat. It's a guilt-free trip back to being a child and having those sugary, totally decadent cereals. Yet there's no guilt of all the decadence because it's not in there. Just the taste is there. It's, a, it's an amazing combination. All the taste, none of the problems. Like I said, 140 calories, 13, 14 grams of protein, and real quality ingredients. Magic Spoon is, in fact, magic, okay? And I got a deal for you, my Mikey Likes You listeners. Go to magicspoon.com slash Mikey. Grab a custom bundle of cereal. Try it today. Be sure to use the promo code Mikey at checkout. Save $5 off your order. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Mikey and use the promo code Mikey to save $5 off. Thank you so much, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. With karate, I'll kick your ass From here to right over there Oh yeah, motherfucker Gonna kick your fucking derriere Yeah, yeah You broke the rules Now I'm pulling out your pubic hair You motherfucker. You motherfucker. Yeah. Good afternoon. It is Mikey Likes You. I'm Mikey. <laughs> All right. I'm going to call today's episode Odds and Ends, Important Things, Funny Curiosities, ordinary objects. Oh, it's actually a business. Like right down the road here in middle of nowhere, Texas. It's a cool name, though. It's like an antique shop. Went in there, and the owner was uh, exactly who I want the owner of a boutique antique and um, odd objects store in a small town in central texas to be it's like big full zz top beard older guy wanted to talk to me about playing guitar and finger picking and stuff and i was more than happy and he's like oh let me show you something over here boy come here now 
I got the look at this. Yeah, this is an old Martin head, but it's not connected to the guitar. You know what I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you're the best ever. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I um, did a Q&A last episode and uh, didn't get to a couple cues. That's a problem. I mean, I, I feel bad and all, but there's also like so not there's only so much I can do if I put out the bat signal on my Instagram or my Twitter. Uh, next thing you know, there's, you know, questions coming in. But if I already record it, if two, three days later, I record it or put it up and then I go back and there's more questions. It's like, come on, dude or gal, get it, get it going. I mean, I can't wait all day. Um, but I will get to a few of the lingering questions because uh, they were actually good ones. So I don't know why I said it like a valley girl. They're actually good ones. It's so funny. And uh, those of you from L.A. County or from the 818 in particular will know that um, there's like... Probably not anymore with kids because kids don't know anything that has happened more than six months ago. But uh, there's this idea of the Valley Girl talk, right? Because it's the San Fernando Valley. For those of you who are not familiar, there was even a movie, I believe, like early 80s, 1983, somewhere around there called Valley Girl. And it was like, oh, my God. And then, um, uh, gosh, what's her name? It was... um, Holy mackerel. I'm really not with it this week. Um, Frank Zappa's daughter, Moon Unit. Moon Unit Zappa did a song called Valley Girl. She's a valley girl. She's a valley. Like, oh, my God. And there's this um, kind of stereotypical idea of the valley girl, the Southern California white chick. It's like, oh, like, I'm so from the valley. Let's go to the Galleria. And, the, you know. And certainly plenty of particularly uh, marginally attractive girls still do that. White girls still do that today. But if we're going to be accurate about it and you say she talks like a valley girl and it's for now. She talks like this, stupid. Not even fool. That's how a valley girl talks. If we're going to get accurate. Right. Like if we're playing the odds, you say it's a younger female from the from the San Fernando Valley. She's stupid, fool. Not not even. I didn't even scam with him. No, stupid. That's like scandalous. No. That's a valley girl. Maybe in 83 it was different. I miss LA. I mean, I'm kind of waxing poetic about the San Fernando Valley. I'm from the San Gabriel Valley which uh, also falls into that category uh, of if we're going to just play the odds. Uh, yeah, neither Hispanic or Asian, you know, depending on what part of the San, uh, San Gabriel Valley. Um, but, oh, a chicken just fucking smashed into my window. Big old ch- It was Cleo, Cleopatra, my chicken. She just did a header right into. Um, I get, I get. Uh, fond memories um, because one of the I, I will actually dovetail this into one of the questions um, enjoying Texas or Miss California yet from Straggler Miguel I well both 
I enjoy the hell out of Texas, and I'm really happy I made this move. I miss California, too. I mean, there's a lot I don't miss about particularly um, L.A. County. Uh, but there's a lot I miss, man. I miss going to Dodger Stadium. I've been watching the Dodgers, and sometimes I get really bummed. Um, I miss going, you know, like a Sunday afternoon, Dodger Stadium. It's boiling hot. Grab some carne asada and just sit there. Spend, you know, it's like a real vibe that I, I, I miss. I miss I miss that a lot. I miss... Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm really hard to define cultural aspects of it, you know. Uh, I think I miss like the the odd and overstimulating nature of driving back home in 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 L.A. Especially, specifically, either where I ended up living for most of my adult life, and then also where I was raised. Um, you know, if you're talking about like driving around in the 626, you know, going through Alhambra into, you know, El Monte, Monterey Park, and then to the 710 and stuff. Like there's just so many languages and people and cultural things. And, and it's like really overstimulating. And I miss that because now I live on purpose in a really, really, really rural area. I mean, I'm near Austin kind of roughly, but... I'm out in the sticks. Like, let me put it this way. The gas station nearest my house sells ammo and bait. So I'm in the cut. You know, I'm out in the country. Um, and so I drive now and it's just like really beautiful scenic stuff, which I appreciate. But there's something to be said for like taco trucks and helado mans and 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 and. and a strip of businesses all in Mandarin. And then you drive a little farther and like, uh, there's just no English. It's all Spanish. Then you drive a little further and there's like these like little bursts of Korean and, you know, stuff like that's, that's hard to replicate. And it's also like, there's something about that. It does to you that if you become fond of it, that, uh, you, you, you end up missing. So I, and I do miss it. Um, straggler Miguel but I also I love the shit out of I mean I don't regret moving here not one bit um so anyway like I said I'm gonna get to some questions that I wanted to get to that I didn't get to on the last Q&A and then I'm gonna talk about some other stuff um uh oh I'm sure you mean well famous DJ Chris I'm sure you're a nice fella. And I don't want to be mean to you because you're probably, you're reaching out to me sincerely asking a question. And the fact that you even trust me to kind of answer these questions, regardless of how serious or how kind of insignificant they may be, the fact that you would trust me is, is great. And I don't want to make you feel bad at all. But when you ask me, would you recommend doing any cleansing pills slash juices to kickstart any weight loss regimen. You know what I recommend as far as cleansing? If you want to do a cleanse, you cleanse these nuts. I got a good juice 
for you. Just diet on that. You want to cleanse your organs with a liquid? First cleanse this organ. That's how I feel about cleanses. Are you getting me? I'm saying I have some organs that you first need to cleanse if that's what you're concerned with. Is this dick? Look, I'll circle back. Listen to what my uncle Javier had to say during this episode of Caca de la Vaca. Buenos dias. Me amo, Javier. I'm here at my ranch, the Ponoche Grande. And I've lived quite a life. I was a machete expert in the jungles of Cuernavaca, champion Mexican wrestler. My name was El Pollo Grande. And now I am a rancher. I've raised thousands of cows over decades. And I've come to realize that all the worthwhile, meaningful information of the entire universe, it exists in the stomach of the cow. It's quite fantastic. But much like the stomach of the cow, when it intakes nutrients, it takes the useful nutrients and it uses them, sends them to the cells of the body to build it, provide energy. When something's not right, it's incorrect for the system. What does a cow do? It shits it out. And that's what you should do with this information. There's so much fraudulent information out there when it comes to fitness and nutrition. I like to identify it, I call it caca de la vaca. Today's episode of caca de la vaca, I want to talk about cleanses. Now, I may not be a doctor or the human body, but I am an expert when it comes to the biology of the cow. And I can tell you for sure that much like the cow, we have organs that take care of detoxifying the body. Kidneys. Appendix. The liver. If you think that drinking juices or special supplement for weeks at a time so that you can shake green water is going to help get rid of toxins, you're a mistake. My grandma used to juice. She was a waitress at a donkey show. Loved her. When she died in a terrible tractor accident, 
they opened up her body, they realized her organs were failing. Why? Because she did not have proper nutrients. She was supposed to be eating the food, the beef, the chicken, the vegetables, seafood. Instead, she would have the huevo de naranja and the mango and the cactus juice, thinking that she was cleaning her body. She was not. If you want to eat healthy foods to help these organs detoxify our body, so be. But don't go to some hippie store buying some products thinking that you are enhancing your detoxification because you're not. It's caca de la vaca. Hasta luego. So, no, I don't recommend it. Uh... Fasting is a different story, and there is some health benefits associated with it. There's a lot of conclusive scientific proof to show that there's some upside, that it even may marginally help with fat loss if you extend periods of, of not eating and you truncate your eating window, the, you know, the intermittent fasting thing. And then also if you were to take like a day or two days sometimes to just completely not eat. Um. You know, that's a different ballgame. I personally wouldn't recommend it for someone who's, like, really active. Um, If you're going to do that, if you're going to do, like, a real water cleanse, I would plan it out. You know, maybe it's, like, a couple times a year. And you you do it in a period when you don't have to work. You don't have to go to the gym very much. You may be on – you know what I'm saying? Like, in preparation for a vacation where you don't necessarily have a lot of, like, obligations in life because it sucks balls. And you're not supposed to do that. But another thing you're not supposed to do, at least if we're looking purely biological, is drink calories. Now, I've always rallied against the idea of, like, paleolithic thinking uh, for two reasons. One, the paleo diet is not at all based on what humans ate in a paleolithic era. There's lots of farming already. It was a very crude kind of horticulture and agriculture, and people were eating grains and shit. So stop with that. It's a it's a misnomer. Another reason is it's like who gives a fuck what was healthiest to people back then? I believe it can provide you with a lot of important information that you can glean from it. Like what Paul uh, uh, Saladino has done with analyzing like digestion over time and access to certain foods and this, the, 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 the natural defenses within certain plants that would make it not really all that great for a human to pick up, you know, in comparison to others. Stuff like, you know, sweet fruits are great. Seemingly, they were kind of put on the earth for big mammals and primates to go and eat. Um so that's, there's information to be gleaned. But to kind of like replicate, well, what that's not what cavemen did. Who gives a fuck? Cavemen didn't drive cars and have a job with an angry boss. And they certainly didn't have to take really good care of their kids because they were probably going to get ganked by some lion. And you were really, 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 really stressed out about just keeping everybody, including yourself, alive. So I don't think applying that to a modern human being unless you're a tribesman in you know the Kalahari Kung I I don't think that there's any real application you know and people are like well humans are the only animals that drink the milk of other animals and I go uh first off not true 
spend any time on farms. Not true. Secondly, who gives a fuck? Humans are the only animals that fly in planes. And we're the only animals that do stand-up comedy. And we're the only animals that wear jewelry. And you do, like, we're the only ones who drink the... Who gives a fuck? But getting back to what I was initially talking about, and that is the idea of, like, juice cleanses and juice in general. Like, frankly, if you get jacked and you're really lean and you want to embark on eating or drinking some juice here and there because, look, like a fresh-squeezed orange juice does have value to it. There's tons of vitamin C, and it's really rapidly assimilated if you want to have it after a workout or something like that. But for the general public who's just trying to lose body fat and maybe get a little muscle or hold on to what muscle they do have, don't drink fucking calories because we're not designed to drink calories. We're designed to eat our calories and drink for hydration. Putting liquid in our mouth is for hydration. Putting food that you chew in your mouth is for nourishment. Don't conflate the two just because it makes it easier. Because frankly, making it easier for your digestive system, for your palate, for your salivary, like the whole thing, makes you hungrier. It's a lot more filling and satisfying from an emotional standpoint and from a biological standpoint to fucking chew on food. Really, it is. So not only would I not recommend any type of cleanse and don't let any of... I, I, I send you back, not only you, sir, DJ Chris, but also anyone else who's curious, go back and listen to the episode I did about hippie versus meathead bullshit. And this falls definitely into that category. There's so many holistic people that are just like pushing this idea of cleansing your body. It's not really, re- I mean, it's just based on nothing. I used to love when Dr. Drew would get a hold of someone who was talking about toxins and cleansing. And he'd be like, name the molecule. What molecule are you cleansing? What is this toxin? Please explain this to me. Explain how this is a toxin to the human system once it's digested and metabolized. Name the molecule. And I'm just sitting back like, oh, shit. (laughs) You ever have that friend? who was such a badass that even if you didn't start a fight, like I was never the guy, I was a loudmouth, but I was never like a guy going around picking fights. I'm not a, I wasn't a violent, even as a teenager when I was a dipshit, I wasn't like a, uh uh-oh, like he's going to get drunk and start a fight. I was not that guy. In fact, I would avoid violence at all costs. Guy. Um, But I always liked having my friend who was like just a real fucking mean badass. Like a legit tough guy. Because then if some shit flies off the handle and then you watch him kick the shit out of someone, you're always like, oh, (laughs) I'm so glad you're on my team. And the same shit you would go for intellectually because I'm certainly not going to go around starting debates because I don't know shit about shit. But sitting next to a really, really, really sophisticated, really, really intellectual erudite MD for a lot of my career... Uh, in Dr. Drew, it was awesome because every once in a while someone would call up and talk shit. And if I was on my own, I'd be like, I, God, I can't argue. I don't know what to say to you, sir or ma'am. I frankly, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. But then Drew would just go, go ham on these people. And I would just sit back and like, and that's right. And you don't call back with that 
with that yucky mouth of intellectual nonsense. Uh, so don't, don't do a fucking cleanse. Eat right. Eat right. Take care of yourself. Live a good life. Live a holistic, if you want to talk holistic bullshit, live a complete holistic life, man. Get your sleep. Stay hydrated. Feed your body nourishing foods that you like to eat that also your body likes to receive. Exercise. Don't exercise too much. Certainly don't exercise too little. Work with yourself. Find that. Get that balance, man. That's the best cleanse you can do. Get it so that the internal system that you have already in place, there are organs inside your body that that's what they like to do. That's their whole purpose is to detoxify, right? So just treat it like, you know, an uh, an automobile. If you want to make your oil filter work better, don't put junk in your car. If you want, you know what I'm saying? Like quality fuel, drive like a reasonable person. Don't drive like a, a dick. That's the, instead of putting additives and different kind of purifications, that's the best thing you can do to make engine parts last, right? Drive really well and responsibly and make sure that you're consistently putting the right fuel, right? Well, same thing goes for your body. There's no additive or supplement that's going to be, you know, knocking it out of the park when it comes to uh, detoxification, What you do is live your life in a way that makes your kidneys and your liver and all other associated things in your gut biome to be as healthy as possible and function as best as possible. It's the best thing you can do, brother. Hey, fellas. I don't like the idea of you having to suffer through performance problems in the bedroom. It's very natural. Happens to most men. And when that does happen, why should you be exposed to even more embarrassment or suffering and the awkward problems of having to go to the pharmacy and the doctor's office and talk about this whole thing. No, 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 no. Get some Blue Chew in your life. Blue Chew is an amazing service, okay? A unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable tablet And it's at a fraction of the cost. And the best part to me, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for Mikey Likes You listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code M-I-K-E-Y, that's Mikey, at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Mikey. Receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank you so much, BlueChew, for sponsoring this podcast. Chances are you have the wrong idea about the wonder drug that is nicotine, okay? But in reality, there's nothing wrong with nicotine. In fact, there's a lot good about nicotine. It helps suppress appetite. It helps boost metabolism. It has great cognitive benefits. The problem is, is that most of the time, the way we get nicotine is gross. You know, vaping, smoking, chewing tobacco, whatever it is. That's where Lucy comes in. Lucy has your back. Lucy capsule nicotine pouches and lozenges and gum. They're all fantastic. They all taste great. Four or eight milligrams of a nice clinical dose of nicotine where you get all the benefits with none of the downside. Okay. Lucy is a great product 
designed for people who want the benefits of nicotine without the downsides of traditional ways of getting it. So, Mikey Likes You listeners, go to lucy.co, use the promo code Mikey to get 20% off your order of Lucy Nicotine Capsule Pouches or any other Lucy products. That's lucy.co. Use promo code Mikey at checkout. And I have to let you know that this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co. Be sure to use that promo code Mikey. Chances are, oh, chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're interested at least somewhat in weight loss. So before we continue the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom really understands that everyone's weight loss journey is very unique and what works for someone else isn't going to necessarily work for you. So Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible, focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward goals at the pace you're comfortable with. So start building better habits for a healthier, long-term result that you're looking for. Sign up for a trial at Noom. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash B-L-E-A-V. Believe. That's what I'm talking about. Again, that's Noom. N-O-O-M dot com slash B-L-E-A-V. All right? Personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful about your habits. Come on, now's the time. It is N-O-O-M dot com slash believe. That's Noom dot com slash believe. All right. Uh, The difference between getting carbs from fruits versus starches. Andy, Andy A-O, 894. What's the difference between getting carbs from fruit versus starches? Well, let's look. Okay, let's analyze the macros a bit. What do I mean by macros for those of you that are unfamiliar? Can you guys hear my guinea fowl? They're right outside this door, right outside this window here. Just going crazy. Going fucking berserk. And that's not like a party for them. That's just them existing. I was telling my wife, I was watching the guinea fowl. I was just sitting on our deck with my wife. I was like, they're like your drunkest 19-year-old friend. But all the time, that's their life. It's just banging into each other and stuff. Smashing into the wall. The chickens aren't like that. The chickens are chill at point. You know, they, they have fun and they do the little part, but then they relax and they act like normal people, normal animals. Sorry. Anyway, listen, the difference between any of the macros is going to be their, their chemical composition. Okay. When we start with the protein, I'm talking about the macronutrients, carbohydrates, fat, protein. Okay. There's a chemical composition to different carbohydrates. In the end, they really do kind of do the same thing. They do different things to different levels of effectiveness based on their chemical composition. Um, a, A Snickers bar and a banana. I'm just picking two things off the top of my head. Let's say they have the same amount of carbohydrate content. Okay? In a vacuum... They're going to do about the same thing because it's a mixture of really fast-acting sugars. The difference is is that there's also fats. There's another macro 
inside of that Snickers bar, right? Which is the fat and a very small amount of protein from the peanuts. And that's going to slow down the digestion a bit. So there is a, a, a slight difference. But a banana has nothing else added. It is just, it's pure fructose, sugar. Um, there might be slight amounts of fiber, but either way, it's a, it's a pure carbohydrate source. Um, and that can, comes with it really high levels of potassium, really high levels of um, my other micronutrients that are really beneficial for you, okay? So on paper, in the end of the day, if you're getting 140 calories and 40 grams of carbs from one thing or another, and one thing is like typically looked at as shitty food and the other is looked at as healthy, when it boils down to it, there's probably not a lot more difference. The reason I recommend composing most of your carbohydrate intake from fruit and, and, and raw honey and things like that is because fructose seems to be a lot better for human consumption. Um, it works a lot better. And also these things carry with them an incredible amount of satisfying, filling micronutrients that are going to fill in the missing pieces of the human diet. I am not an anti-carb guy. If you really, I rock white rice and I eat a lot of potatoes and sweet potato. Um, but you just have to, when you look at starches, there are starches that are just a lot easier to, to digest. And there are starches that are going to be more gas creating. There are starches that don't have very much nutrients in them, micronutrients, things like vitamins and minerals. There are starches that have really high levels of micronutrients in them things like sweet potato and potato. So in one way, there really isn't much difference as long as the carb count and the, uh, and the caloric kind of levels are similar. There's not much difference. But long-term, which is what all of this is about, long-term shit, sustainability, usefulness, and applicable ways to your life. I don't care what is an effective diet for a week. I don't care what is a, a, a lifestyle of eating choices for three days. What I care about is like, how do you eat? How do you train forever? Because that's what matters. You don't get a ripped, shredded physique from eating right and training like an animal for three days. You also don't get very fat and disgusting by eating like shit and never training for three days. You don't. All things, all levels of success or failure need to be judged on massive timetables. So if right now I go and I have, I'm looking at green apples, if I have that green apple, or if I go in the back and I go find my daughter's secret stash that she doesn't think I know about of uh, gummy worms, and I have the same level of, of carbohydrate intake, sugars, and 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 calories, uh, right now probably won't make much of a difference. The gummy worms might make me a little more tired, you know, 30 minutes. But what matters is, is that the chances of me eating what is looked at as clean by me again later today and then tomorrow morning, and then, it's substantially higher if you go with apples. 
the chances of you following your diet or at least maintaining a reasonable caloric intake, if you make your carbs up of potatoes or and fruit, just those two, it's way, way, way higher. The chances of you doing it sustainably over the long term is way higher. They're way more satiating. They're way more filling. They provide more sustained energy. They give you a little bit of fiber. So, like I said, right this second, not much difference. And if you can get shredded and keep doing it, all these, if it fits your macros people, they're like, I eat pizza and Pop-Tarts. And I'm shredded. And some of them are. And I go, good for you. That's a big gamble. Lord knows I can't do it. Because if I have a bite of my daughter's cupcake, chances skyrocket that I'm going to have finish that fucker an hour later and then force my wife to go take me to go get some pizza. Whereas if every couple hours I have a hard bo- couple hard-boiled eggs and I have that apple and then I have that, you know, salmon a couple hours later. Like, uh, I just don't find that I do that. And that's not me and my personal... Um, disposition that's fucking science okay certain foods digest slower certain foods provide more satiation and then also certain foods provide a much better kind of chemical composition for your body and the maintenance of how that your body performs um you know the same thing goes for the other two macros uh if you get 10 grams of fat from trans fat oils of some bullshit vegetable oil or you get yeah you know, oh sorry 14 let's go 14 because that's a tablespoon typically of fats pure fats you get 14 from like really good extra virgin olive oil versus 14 of like just soybean oil uh in the moment it's not really big difference same amount of calories and stuff and it's over the long term it makes a big fucking difference there's a difference between the mono and saturated fats. Again, it get back to what separates the macros is their chemical composition. Fats, there's saturated fats, there's unsaturated fats. There's also polyunsaturated fats and monounsaturated fats. Are they po- are they poly numerous levels of saturation or the mono singular saturation which is the almonds, the avocado, the olive oil, right? Saturated fats which is like animal fats and uh and dairy fat, um, coconut oil fat. And then you get, you get really geeky. There's different chains, different lo- length of chains with the saturated fats. There's medium chain triglycerides, which have become really popular, and they're medium chain. There's long chain triglycerides. Okay, so just like with, you know, there's fancy words to overcomplicate shit. You know, triglycerides, is oftentimes you're talking about fats, dietary fat, you know, glucose, sucrose, fructose, it's all you're talking about sugars, which is a in the end carbs. And then amino acids, which is different, the different composition of proteins. All right. So with fats, you have these different, you know, the I don't, there's no good reason to have polyunsaturated fats in your diet, except for the two wildly healthy out of they're like real outliers, and that is EPA and DHA, also known as fish oil. Okay, the omega threes, uh, but outside of that, most polyunsaturated fat is just really not good for the human system. Okay, does it matter 
for this week, if you have mostly polyunsaturated fats, things from trans fats and, you know, you know food additives from a lot of packaged foods, no, it doesn't. Because it's going to be calories in, calories out, right? But over the long term, yeah, it fucking matters as far as heart health, as far as body fat levels, as far as like triglyceride levels and cholesterol. Like that shit adds up. You know? So those are the difference. Then you switch to protein, which is an important thing to go over too. Because people probably are like, well, if there's 40 grams of protein in this chicken breast... There's 40 grams of protein in this, you know, impossible burger, whatever. What's, what fucking difference does it make? And, you know, in a vacuum right now, again, like I said, today or tomorrow for the next couple of days, it probably doesn't. Or this protein shake, which is 40 grams versus like, well, why do I have to go and make such a, uh, uh, do the cumbersome process of food prepping when I can just take this shake? It's the same amount of calories. In fact, a couple less calories, and it's uh, it's same amount of protein, right? Because that shit doesn't last. It's not sustainable, and it's not as nutri- nutrient-dense and chemically appropriate for the human body. And every protein has different amino acid chains or different compositions of amino acids. The amino acid, they're a collection and there's nine essential ones, but there's probably, I, I don't know, off the top of my head, I think there's 20-something different amino acids. And all they are is the different components that make up full proteins, whole proteins. And that's the difference between an amino acid, like a supplement, the branched-chain amino acids, which are three amino acids, leucine, isoleucine, and valine, and then the nine essential amino acids, you see those sold. But those are isolated amino acids. They are not complete protein, okay? Complete proteins have... An entirety of it. So certain sources of protein are very low in certain amino acids and very high in others and vice versa. And so you want to look for the ones that have the best amino acid profile for human consumption. Okay? And that's what separates different proteins. You want to search for the ones that provide. Now, I don't want to get into this fucking pissing contest over vegan versus carnivore. It's just, it really does look like if we're just going to compare that as far as efficacy and long-term success when it comes to anything valuable like health markers and muscle tone and body fat, you know, red meat and fatty fish has, and certainly like organs of, of land animals and certain forms of dairy protein have a much, much more appealing amino acid profile to humans than vegetable protein. Now, does that mean you can't get fucking jacked and shredded eating, being super pure vegan no it doesn't mean that at all and i'm not even trying to say that all i'm saying is that if we're just going to put on our lab coats and stare at it that you know animal protein does provide not only better macronutrient profiles but also um, a much more appealing amino acid profile so that's a long long answer to a short question but i just kind of wanted to because i think it's important 
I listen, and this goes for you just watching the show or listening to the show, or if you're going to step your game up and sign up at my Patreon or work with any other coach, he or she, and there's a million people, <clears throat> maybe not a million, but it sure seems like it lately. There's a shit ton of people that can put a program for you together. And they could put out, eat this right now, then go to the gym and do this. And here you go. Charge you however much amount of money. But anyone who's good would want you to understand the reasoning behind why you do shit. Because it can be kind of overwhelming. Because it doesn't seem to make sense. Well, if cardio burns more calories minute to minute than weightlifting, and I want to lose weight and I want to be in a caloric deficit, well then, why are you telling me not to do too much cardio and to to lean more towards weight resistance training? Because, yeah, on paper, you're like, well, that's fucking confusing, right? Well, I want to explain, I want you to genuinely understand why shit is like that. And, uh, I mean, to be a shill a bit, that's the point of having the top tier of my Patreon. It's like, so that I can be there for you to work with you through that stuff. And like any good therapist or psychiatrist, eventually, if I do my job right, you don't need me. I don't want too much client retention because I, that's a sign to me that I'm like, maybe I'm not really helping them that much. You know? So I know you probably just asked, why is eating a piece of bread versus eating a banana? Why is it different? I understand. I'm giving that super long answer because I feel like it's useful. So there. <sighs> I had some things that I wanted to rant about. But I don't... I don't necessarily uh, feel like it'll make the show any better. Because when I talk about when I get really angry, and I am genuinely inside, I'm angry. But it's funny because I get upset about stupid stuff, like guys taking too long in the stalls or Ghost Rider, the movie Ghost Rider, how stupid it is. But... uh, I also don't want to just be that guy who rants because I don't necessarily know if it makes your listening or viewing experience any better. But, oh, yes, here's one thing I did want to bring up before I go home. I'm in my house. So here's one thing I wanted to bring up before I sign off. I'm getting really close. Like I'm a butt hair away from episode 100, at which point I will change my intro song. So I'm taking uh, requests, nomination, nomination for what I what should be the intro song to Mikey Likes You. And I will add in a video component because right now I only do my intro song on the audio, uh, the, the 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 audio version of this show. I don't do, but I'm going to add in live performance of the intro song to uh, starting with episode 100 and I'm getting real close this is like 90 something so at Mike Catherwood 
or at Mikey Likes You, the number one. Also, feel free to peruse my Patreon. I am Mike Catherwood, Patreon slash Mike Catherwood on Patreon. And uh, I'm at Mike Catherwood on that there Twitter. And you should like. And you should subscribe. Because I would like that. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe. Tell a friend. And uh, in this crazy mixed up world that makes you think that nobody cares, remember, I do. Be good, people. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.